0: This is the Jump Clear Daily Fantasy Podcast. Catch us Tuesdays and Thursdays with your host, Michael Cruciati. Hello and welcome to the Thursday edition of the Jump Clear Daily Fantasy Podcast. We have a really special show for you today. Joining us today on the podcast is a different perspective when it comes from the competition ring. We have had some of the top professional writers on the podcast today will be the first time we have an amateur writer. That's coming up really soon. But first, I want to talk about our latest feature on the app. After talking with our users, we are proud to introduce the guaranteed prize on the app. Now, when you go on to the app, you will see contests with a guaranteed prize amount attached to each contest. So now, regardless of how many people are enter the contest, there is a guaranteed prize to the players. With this update, we wanted to do a super special contest schedule for this week. This week, we are featuring some of the top shows from around the world. We first start the week up in Spruce Meadows. Spruce is one of the best stops on the calendar, and this week, they kick off their summer show schedule with the National. We will have contests starting today all the way through Sunday. Next, we head to Europe for the LGCT Stockholm as the next leg of the tour kicks off. The current standings on the LGCT are Christian Allman in first with 148 points, in second is is Peter Devos with 139 points, and in third is Niels Brunels with 124 points. The current standings for the Global Champions League are the Berlin Eagles in first place with 133 points, in second is the Prague Lions with 131 points, and in third is the Stockholm Hearts with 128 points. Next, we head to Lexington, Kentucky for the CSI three-star shows at the Split Rock Jumping Tour. And finally, we round out our week with contests up in Traverse City, Michigan, as Margie Engel sets out to defend her Grand Prix win from last week in the CSI three-star Staller Grand Prix. And now on to our main event for today. Joining us is an amateur show jumper who at one point was the top amateur owner jumper in the U.S. She has had five Grand Prix wins under her belt and has earned several WEF circuit champions distinctions in the high, medium, and low amateur owner jumpers. In addition to the jumper ring, she has also shined in the hunter ring in the amateur owner hunters at Devon, Harrisburg, and Washington. It is my honor to introduce my wife, Kelsey Cruciati. Kelsey, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi, thank you. I'm happy to be here.
0: Kelsey, you've <laughs> ridden horses all your life, and it's quite quite an amazing career that you've had. And What's even more cool is the mental preparation that you've been able to have. It's not just going in and competing every week. You're you're competing in some really top-level classes. So talk to us a little bit about the mental preparation that you've gone through to help yourself compete at the high level.
1: I think it's really important when you show up on your competition day to know you are ready, Um, that your horse is ready, and that you have energy uh, I know when I was a teenager, I wouldn't like eat enough, eat enough. And then I would be just like tired and weak and not in a good mood. And those competitions never went as well as the ones that I'd actually <clears throat> done my homework and was physically fit and, um, uh, ready. And I think part of like your home training has got to be, you've got to be seeing things that are harder than what you see at the horse show. Um, and that matches a lot of the, um, you know, sports psychology. I've read about over the years,
0: and you listen to quite a few podcasts as well that kind of tell you and teach you different things about the mental success. What What are some of the ones you listen to?
1: Um, not as much as podcasts, but um, I've read um, "Committed to Excellence," and I've read a lot of um, uh, actually golf instructors' books, and they golf is very similar to show jumping, where it is mostly mental. And it's you, it's an individual sport. It's you and your horse, and it's 60 seconds. And 60 seconds determines all your hard work for the weeks and weeks that you've put into training.
0: Yeah, McLean had a uh, had one of the golf sports psychologists help him with it. Have you read his book?
1: I have not yet, but it's on my list.
0: <laughs> it, yeah, that one's going to be super interesting. And what's also cool is that part of the mental preparation is obviously knowing your horse and knowing the, the round and training and no, did stats ever play a part in your preparation?
1: Um, no, and I'm I'm glad you brought that up, Michael, because <clears throat> before you got your jump clear idea, I had never considered the statistics side of show jumping. Um, I, as a competitor, always walk into the competition ring. I mean, i mostly like classic Sundays, ready to win, um, of having zero doubt that I I am the one to watch. I am the one to beat. Um, and it's fully within my capability of, to, of doing so. Um, and then, you know, as every compet- competitor knows, it doesn't always work out according to your plan. And you've got to come out of the ring and talk to your trainer about what to improve on the next time. Um, and then when we started to study the um, statistics, I learned that even the top professionals in our sport are only jumping clear 40% of the time and you did the stats on the jump clear percentages for the short list for the Olympics last year and the short list it was it was like 43% and those were considered that much better than like your average Joe grand prix rider which is like 30% Um, as well as the amount of starts our top pros have. They are competing about 400 FEI classes a year. Uh, You know, that's meter 45 and above with those kind of statistics. And learning that as an amateur helps me give myself more grace for the classes that don't go according to plan. You know, when you have a you know, you have a, st- a dinky four-fault round or, um, you know, just when, when you're not the winner, you know, when you're third or, or whatever, um, <clears throat> you realize that it's a lot harder to, um, you know, no one, no one is batting 100%, nobody, even, you know, the top, even the world number one at the time.
0: Yeah, no one's really batting 100%, but there's some that just catch fire. We had quite a large segment on Connor Swale on Tuesday. And, you know, the stats that we kind of looked at was his top 10 placings between 2020 and 2021. So he placed in the top 10 in meter 60 classes 42% of the time in 2020 and 38% of the time at meter 50 in 2020. In 2021, he placed in the top 10% at meter 60, 81% of the time, and mm-hmm. 79% of the time at meter 50. How do you do that?
1: I Well, there's a saying of when you're hot, you're hot, and I, I think that's just, I think it's mostly in poker, <laughs> but I think it also applies to show jumping. When you're hot, you're hot. Um, I'd be really curious to hear what he has to say, because he is always, he's a well-respected horseman, um, and several people have worked with him and have had asked his advice on horses and, you know, he's a very much a, a horse first uh, mentality, you know, but to take your riding and your results that much better than even the Olympians, you know, like his, his statistics right now are higher than the Olympic, than the Olympic, than the Olympic list. You know, I don't know. I don't know what that looks like. Is he, and I I don't know if if I'll give you a a straight answer, Michael, because maybe it's a bit sports psychology and maybe it's a bit those horses are peaking his his string. You know, horses normally do their most winning at 12 and 13 years old. It takes them that long to like really understand their understand their job and to get good enough at it that you can push them in the jump off and go for it. Um, so I don't. I I think it could be a combination of things. Um, and he just he's figured out what works for him. Um, but yeah, I would be interested to hear that conversation with Connor.
0: Yeah, because like I think you're right. I don't know if it would truly be something that he can put his finger on. It's like I did this, and obviously the results were that good. I mean, if if it were that one thing, he could write a book and make a whole lot of money on it. But I think you're right. I think it's a combination of you know mental preparation maybe he's changed one thing about his program his horse may be just that good and and peaking at the right time but hopefully we'll get him on the podcast very soon and uh, we'll have to find out now we talk all about this because it relates directly to the daily fantasy so you've really seen firsthand this this movement of fantasy sports and show jumping and as an amateur how do you see it Playing a part, maybe not necessarily with the competitions that you're in, but how you can engage with the sport even when you're not riding.
1: Um, I think it's very fun for everybody because it's such it's such an easy thing, an easy concept. You know, you don't have to be a top show jumper to understand. All right, the the purpose is to jump clear. All right, this person has a forty percent clear. Average and and then you you know place your picks from there you know your your grandma can do that not I mean, not literally you will have to help her like download the app because grandmas are not very good at that um, <laughs> but um, it it's just it makes it that much easier for everybody in the world to understand
0: right right I remember so we. I've had several watch parties since we've launched the, launched the app with our family. And it's really cool to see the change in the engagement where before it was if we had a horse in it or my sister Kelly or one of our friends was in it, we go watch and the event was, okay, we're going to hang out. And then when they came into the ring, it was, okay, everybody pay attention. Now with the app, you paid attention to every single one of your picks.
1: Yes, I did. I actually played it for um, the Devon Grand Prix. And my my strategy was like, all right, I feel like the young professionals are going to be really with it. And it paid off. Like um, Mimi Gotchman jumped clear for me and a couple other, Adrienne Sterling jumped clear. And I was like, yes, I picked correctly. But then I I didn't put points on McLean to win. And I, I was like a a dilly dong moment. I'm like, gosh, you should have known that. Come on. He's won it 11 times, Kelsey. You should, you know, like the odds are in his favor, but I was like, no, no. But anyway, so yeah, I did. I watched the whole class and I was winning on the user leaderboard until the end. And then and I, then I was fourth. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh no. It's that last moment. It was just watching your points. Just uh, not quite enough, but what uh, what's also cool is that with show jumping, especially jumping clear, winning is more of a, a god thing you it's not there's so many things that have to go right to win, but jumping clear it's anybody's game. The last question is because you are a writer, and I have to ask every single writer because I think it's a fascinating question. Your ultimate glory jump off now you've competed in some of those big time classes like the olympic qualifiers and world cup qualifiers so you've tasted that big time competition who would your ultimate jump off be five horses or sorry five riders you're one of them who are you competing against for the ultimate glory jump off
1: oh oh me are these amateur riders or professional riders
0: which would you prefer (laughs) <laughs>
1: um, well, obviously pros, because then it would be like the your one memory of you winning against the pros. Well <laughs> oh, then let's
0: let's go with the pros. I like that.
1: Oh gosh. Okay. So um definitely Ken Farrington, he's one of the fastest in the world. Um Richard Spooner is also one of the fastest. Um McLean, Margie can turn it on, and my good friend Kristen Vanderveen can can bring the heat. Um so I think that would be my ultimate american jump
0: off (laughs) oh i love it i love it and which horse would you ride
1: um my my best horse i've ever had his name is everything and he's the one i was four-time circuit champion on down here in the amateur owner jumpers he was um just fast and careful and just understood the game so that would be who i'd i'd bring out of Uh, retirement.
0: (laughs) Kelsey, thank you so much for joining us today. You can follow Kelsey and her sister uh, at Pony Lane at www.ponylanefarm and on social media. So Kelsey, thank you.
1: (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you, Michael.
0: All right. Thank you everyone for joining us today on this very special podcast. Now remember, get out there, invite your friends to some private pools, place your picks and claim your podium. Jump Clear Fantasy is a fantasy sports platform. Gambling or sports wagering are not permitted on Jump Clear Fantasy. Available to play in Colorado, Florida, Kentucky, North Carolina, South Carolina, Alaska, and South Dakota only. Users must be physically located in Colorado, Florida, Kentucky, North Carolina, South Carolina, Alaska, or South Dakota. Must be 18 years or older for entertainment purposes only. No results are guaranteed. Void where prohibited by law. Users are participate on Jump Clear Fantasy, Agree to terms and conditions. Minimum $5 deposit. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.